What's up, everyone? Welcome to The Balance Show. We believe that the key to life is balance. Finding the balance between discipline and freedom, ambition and contentment. The perfect balance is unique to each individual. We are your hosts, Taylor, Chloe, and Steve, and we're here to help you find your balance. This is Steve, your host. Uh, today it's going to be me alongside Brandon, our general manager. What's up? Anthony, our director of operations. What's going on, everyone? John, he is our operations specialist. Long time listener, first time caller. Thank you for having me. <laughs> My pleasure. And we have Ari. He used to be uh, heavy with the operations until he now has no time at all because he is our director of marketing. What's up, guys? OG ops right here. Oh, yeah. That's wow. right. So today we're going to be kind of talking about some uh, some of the previous launches. We obviously started in a garage and now we're in a 10,000 square foot facility. And with that came some challenges and definitely some uh, funny moments, some mistakes, some accomplishments. There's a lot of stuff that's happened over the past year. And I think uh, now's a pretty fun time to reflect on that. So that's kind of what we're going to be diving into today. And uh, let's just jump jump in and get started. With, with the start of Balance, it was kind of crazy. Brandon, our general manager, as I mentioned before, mm-hmm. uh, was he was moving out here for uh, his MBA. He's going to... Uh, CU Denver. CU Denver. And um, it was kind of funny the way it worked. He actually mentioned that he was moving out here, and we were like, wait a second, we're moving too. Mm-hmm. We're going to start our business. And Brandon's like, I'm in from day one. Yeah, pretty much. It would, I think if you remember, I actually told you I was moving out here and then you guys decided to move yeah, out. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. It sounds, yeah, that's right, actually. Yeah. I, was, it's right, I was moving out here first. It so. was. It's true. He, he didn't mention it. Brand. I like it. And I lived in my grandma's basement for about a year. Grandma. Which, uh, until we forced them out. Yeah. I just don't suggest that for anybody. If you want to get started out in Denver, <laughs> moving in with your grandma, but awesome. no, yeah, I was I was bothering Steve for the, pretty much the second I came out here, asking him for daily updates about balance, and <clears throat> then right around the time of my birthday last year, you guys launched, and I went home for my birthday. No, I didn't go home, but uh, I think I was starting school. Yeah, I was going through orientation in school, so I missed like uh, the first day of the first launch, but have been been here ever since yeah and uh i don't know if brandon was around for our f- very first launch it was a small group of people brandon made his way out during the uh the problem solving phase which was figuring out how to do customer service figuring out how to take care of the 100 plus orders that couldn't go out because we didn't get a box in the mail we actually mm-hmm. were missing about 150 medium rose pants dang i forgot about that that was that was kind of like my first like like realization of of getting through something it was our first oh shit moment and yeah the, and this is before any automation we have no systems in place mm-hmm. all manual emails manual everything we we didn't even know to count the boxes as they came in <laughs> we didn't count anything we're like all right we're good <laughs> everything Let's get rolling it's all here everything was lining uh the garage on the ground yeah, we had no organization. It was a mess. Yeah. It was a mess. It was me, Taylor, and Tyler Olson, our uh, controller, 
and we were packaging orders basically just like by the seat of our pants just flying just going yeah but um yeah that, i mean our first big obstacle in operations this was before anthony was here before john was here Ari was actually not out here yet either and we like right off the bat had to figure out how we were going to um manage the problems that we had which we definitely didn't anticipate we have there was what a thousand orders maybe yeah four thousand units four thousand units one thousand orders and uh a hundred of them couldn't go out. <laughs> that was, That's a tenth. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty crazy, especially because um, we were still with not not using FedEx. We were using USPS, and then just driving all the orders over every day. Yeah, we were dropping them off. There's actually a story where I was dropping the packages off at USPS, and it was <laughs> pouring rain, like a lot of rain, and we we pull up to bring the packages in and I come back out and there's a huge puddle next to my car. So I get next to my car to open my trunk and this car just flying down the road splashes a tidal wave of water all over me into the trunk of my car. And uh, I, I was with uh, somebody else at the time and he was completely dry because he was like five feet away. But I mean, I was just like from head to toe, just soaked in water. Who was that? It was, Tom, it was Laura, Laura Novotny's wife, oh. her husband, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy Guns? Shouts to Tommy. Shouts to Tommy. He's a man. But yeah. yeah. We kind of progressed from there. We figured things out. We had another issue where we sent out packages that were too big for USPS. So another like 100 came back <laughs> again. And I think I remember laying on the ground and Brandon just like looking at me like, it's going to be all right, man. <laughs> like, stop. Stop. That was, yeah, that was another time where it's just like those, those issues now would be like nothing. Yeah, I mean, with the team that we have now, everybody's just everybody's settled into a role and just. But I at think the, the time, it was smooth. like it was yeah. big at the time. At the time, we we're like, oh my god! I mean, a tenth of your orders. Think about that. <laughs> a tenth of them not being able to go out because it was literally me and Steve in a garage, just like trying to figure shit out. Oh, it's a scary thing. <laughs> it's definitely a scary thing. Yeah. What was the resolution on that? We printed we, new labels. Yeah, well, for the big packages, the, we printed new labels. But for the people that did not have their items, we yeah, sent hats, and then we made sure to take care of them in the next launch. Mm -hmm. um, but from there, we kind of we did a couple launches from there, got some racks. Uh, this some, was in yeah. Aerie and Chloe's garage. Aerie shows up for uh, the Outlander the cruise. crew collection. He pulls in the garage. Yeah. He's probably thinking, like, what is this? <laughs> you literally showed up on launch day, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, showed up on launch day. Steve was so sick. He's, like, coughing all over the place. He had a fever. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was coughing all over the labels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I kept it sanitary, but Very I was sanitary. pretty sick. I was, I was pretty hands off the orders. He should not have been working. I think he was, he was maybe printing. Yeah. But that, I mean, that was like all hands on deck. And if it wasn't, we were in trouble. Yeah. But you know? I mean, I, I quit everything. I'm like, I'm going to come out here. This startup seems really cool. And then the garage opens up and there's like five racks yeah. and <laughs> hundreds of orders and just so much inventory. And I'm like, okay, so here's what we're doing. <laughs> the garage was barely twice this. I think it was like this room. Three yeah. to 400 yeah. square feet. Yeah. Yeah. It barely fits two cars in there. Yeah. Wow. So then we, we go on to our next endeavor after, I think it was after that launch, right before Kingdom, right? Yeah. And we yeah, ended up moving to a 800 square foot facility, which was still like, I mean, we didn't know what we needed. Yeah. Never rent with the guy we rented with. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard pass. 
hard pass. But we, I mean, it was a month to month rent, which was a benefit. So we could always upsize if we needed to, which we did. Yeah, that's why we did it. How long were we there? We were there for, from like November to April, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah maybe just six um, months ish. Yeah. Almost May. Yeah. So we, we, uh, we get through a launch there, all hands on deck again. Um, everybody's packaging on the team. It's just me. Taylor, Chloe, Brandon, Ari, and that was it. Mm -hmm. Just packaging orders. Just that's it. So we were packaging orders, and um, I mean, it took us how many days to get through? I mean, for how many the, orders was this? It? This Three, is a pretty 4, small, small launch compared to now. Took us like four days of. Oh, wow. I, I would say at least twelve-hour days. Yeah. yeah, easily. Twelve-hour days. Oh yeah, I mean, it wow. was into the night in that overtime <laughs> that overtime john knows time and john, a half. john camp counselor john knows <laughs> john knows i work 16 hour days yeah puts in the work but so at the end of um at the end of that launch we what, what were some issues there man i know that there was one big one that sticks there out. was one big one I, I mean, i'll let somebody else tell it oh, that I was don't one know of the first stories i was filled oh, in on it was, that it. was a brandon's, brandon's yeah i sent out oh, i sent out 290 God. duplicate oh, packages this was that right number's before. changed like six times. No, it hasn't. I've kept it at 290 because that's exactly how time. many it was. This was actually one of the first stories that uh, I've heard. Do you guys want to know what happened? Yeah, or are you, we just going to all is, bring us a poop on Brandon? We're excited. <laughs> I made sure coming in that I, as long as I didn't make the same mistake as Brandon, <laughs> I knew I'd be all right. Yeah. So the, what happened was, and you guys can back me up, that it's pretty easy I to... Almost, I almost... For all people Double starting print. a business, yeah. pay close attention. This, <laughs> this can happen. This was a nightmare, but it, it was resolved. Yeah. So I accidentally double printed like 290 orders. So we had 290 duplicates go out. And we, so the first inclination is we start running out of stuff. Fast. <laughs> it's all gone. Way fast. <laughs> so Brandon's like, hey, I think that we misplaced some medium dire <laughs> pants. A few like, hundred. I was like, how many labels are on the side? He's like, uh, I haven't counted yet, but it's a lot. Yeah, so I didn't even think that. First of all, I didn't think double printing was an issue because I thought, I didn't think it would be possible for two items to go out under the same label. But we were giving so many packages to FedEx that they just basically didn't even scan them in they just took them and threw them into their truck so they didn't catch them so i'm double i'm printing and i'm also uh going to a consulting meeting for one of my classes so i'm like yeah all the while brandon's like full-time school full-time yeah. job so his plate is like full just completely full and i thought that meeting was an hour later and this is with like a a big construction company here in town so it's like i can't be late to this yeah. thing and it looks real bad and my it's teacher important. was there and so i'm already like my i'm already focusing on too many things so i wasn't paying the best attention to the labels because i didn't think it was like i don't know i didn't think that i could do that and, and so and technically Technically, you're not supposed to be able to do that because FedEx is supposed to be scanning all of our packages on yeah, site, which yeah. we learned later on that's what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. But they were not. So anyway, so double labels have been printed. All the while, we have these volunteers in, 
in the office helping us package and, and keep, we still do this and the there i mean some of them still come back keep from in that mind, first launch this this space is 800 square feet <laughs> with about 90 percent of it inventory yeah so nine people we're on top, on top of, of each yeah. other there is no room none. so these Quick girls shout out to my times <laughs> yeah to the counselor so these girls are packaging uh furiously and uh this is at the time we're only packaging like 500 orders in the morning at night so maybe a thousand orders get out a day so we're uh, we're they're literally packaging these orders and then they're packaging the same orders <laughs> after lunch <laughs> <laughs> and, we start, and we start and we start we start running out of stuff and that's when we realized that uh we printed the doubles so Brandon made a boo-boo so my heart literally comes out of my butthole <laughs> and i start freaking the like literally i've like you know when you make a mistake and you just like feel like so bad you like, like made a mistake. Yeah, yeah and it's just off. like there's no like this is the worst thing that that could possibly ever happen to a human being that's how that's how i felt there was no mercy towards brandon no everybody was like (laughs) everybody was shooting me like dirty looks and like you dumb at no i'm just kidding i remember looking um, at him and he looked like he was sweating cold i was (laughs) and so he he looked like he was dying well so like the realization happens like after we're like why are we running out of all this stuff and steve's like did we print labels twice? I'm like, no, there's no way. And then uh, we fr- we figured it out because we, I don't know, we looked at the printing history and uh, the data that was sent to the printer and how much it was and which ones were doubles. And then so, um, yeah, there's there there came a point in time at like 11 o'clock where like I'm emailing dispatch at FedEx and they don't do anything. They don't know what they're doing. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) they're no help. You mean, you mean we're going to be sending the packages that you pack to customers. So then I'm like emailing, chatting, like chatting on the FedEx interface. Nobody's like, nobody can tell me what to do. So eventually I just get on customer service and I'm literally on customer service. Uh, for probably from like 11 to like for like an hour at least oh. just going down a list of packages to cancel oh that, that, that had to have been like God. three to four hours yeah it was a long like it was the night shift lady <laughs> and, the, and the good thing was, was it pro- didn't catch half of them yeah so then we <laughs> which so, is not actually no. good so well what happened was we uh i canceled all those packages and then uh, the next day, we were like, oh, great, another batch of orders got double printed. And th- so then I tried to cancel those, but it was already too late. So they got sent out. So they got double. Yeah. So then there was a there was a list of people who got the packages, and we had to contact them. And me and Tori went through it. Yeah. And I... Shouts to Tori, sup? Yeah. She was, she was like... Tea. She, like... She was awesome. She totally was just like, "Oh, you sent out a couple packages. Let's let's talk to these people." <laughs> Seriously, she is so down we, for we, it. We we called and texted and emailed everyone. Right? Yeah, I went down the list and, and I called everybody. 
And then yep. Tori, because uh, nobody answers her phones, so Tori texted him. So they had a voicemail from me and a text from Tori on getting their, oh, man. sending their stuff back, which I mean, as a customer, if a business makes a mistake and like they're asking for their stuff back, like, I mean, I wouldn't have been very responsive, but a lot like over, right. I would say over like 85, 90% of our stuff came back. That's good. Yeah, and really then, good. um, Thanks. the people who we couldn't fulfill, um, you know, were super cool about it. We yeah. sent him a hat and, um, we were able to pretty much fulfill like all of their stuff within two weeks. And then like within a month, um, it was pretty much, um, resolved, but I was stressed out for a whole month straight, like, <laughs> like and, really stressed. And, and hats <laughs> off to Brandon. I mean, he, he totally bailed on our Vail ski trip to get this whole thing taken care of. He yeah, didn't I have missed. to, but he did. That's right. That was a rough time. Yeah. Yeah, I caught, he, I he caught hand, the tail he, end of it. He, he handled his business. He, Tony did catch the tail end of it. Yeah, it was like that's, it was that's it kind like, of the introduction like just, to Tony. It just smoothed. That's out. funny, when actually. I, I, I kind of forgot about that. That's. I mean, I think that's what cued our uh, customer service slash whatever we were kind of like filling the void of what we needed there, and yeah. we didn't know what it was. And obviously, it's evolved into like a director of operations, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what it stemmed from. It's just like, man, we're going to run into problems. Yeah. We're going to have another thing happen like that. We for sure are. Maybe we already have. We don't know <laughs> yeah, it seriously. We could have. Seems like we're kind of prepared <laughs> for these big fires that, that come along, you know. Yeah. That le- that's a good lead into Tony coming in. Oh, yeah. boy. And, and disclaimer, guys, we're talking about these things that went way wrong and were probably a pain in the ass for customers, but they've all been resolved. So now we can look back yeah, and kind of reflect. Yeah, we're at the point where we can look back. Yeah. And... Yeah. and the big the big takeaway for it from us as a company um and it's i mean this has always been just who we are as people but it's to take care of the customers so um anybody that's you know experiences something like like that with us with balance they're going to get taken care of so mm-hmm. if you were caught up in that and you're listening right now thank you so I'm much sorry. for your patience you can blame brandon <laughs> we appreciate you there was a person behind that you. mistake so it, yeah i don't know who it, we can point fingers all we want, but it was Brandon's <laughs> fault. <laughs> you know, these are some of the small growing pains that we've been through. We've tried resolving. We hope everyone's been happy with how we've done so far. Agreed. Yeah, but then, so from there, then I was like the, the for a minute there, the only person in the warehouse actually fulfilling orders and just like <laughs> drowning. <laughs> and then, uh, then Tony came in. Wow. Yeah. Uh, do you want to? Should I kind of like recap how that all came to be? How I reached out and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I was a, uh, I was with a different company at the time, another clothing company, and uh, you know I, uh, <clears throat> Steve and I talked about it a lot over the last couple months, but you know, everything that kind of proceeded from I'd say about early March, uh, late February into early mm-hmm. March was was mm-hmm. non coincidental, and yeah. Uh, but yeah. So long story short, I was with another co- clothing company at the time and kind of just figuring out my career path and you know how that was going to evolve and kind of just felt like I was in a rut but uh you know kind of going down that path and uh Steven Taylor I think it was you that had posted the story uh about the customer was service you, position right Some, somebody managing the social media posted I, I think it was me that the job posting on balance 
Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Truth, truth be told, I never even saw the actual post itself, but Paige ended up, uh, Paige Riley is my girlfriend. And uh, so she, uh, she ended up telling me about it. And I mean, I was at a position where I was kind of doing some consulting work for a couple other companies. So I reached out to Steve and just asked if there was some, you know, remote possibility for me to work remotely. Hell nah. So, yeah. And uh, <laughs> that, that was kind of the response I got. But, you know, Steve. Uh, <laughs> That's what he said. Steve. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, truthfully. I mean, no. It was kind Two of, words. It was just like an additional income source that I was looking for. And like I said, trying to figure out that career path that I was going down. But Steve encouraged me to hop on the phone with him and kind of, uh, you know, sold me on, you know, not only a position for myself, but to bring Paige over as an athlete. And I guess you could say the rest is history from there. Uh, we actually had a pro- previously scheduled a, uh, a vacation to come out to Denver in March. I go snowboarding every year with a couple of buddies, Johnny being one of them. And uh, it just, again, you know, un- yeah. non-coincidence, it just worked out where that was like the exact time frame that they were looking for somebody, got to sit down, meet with the leadership team here. And, uh, you know, got to pitch myself, got pitched on the job, and it was just too good to be true. And, you know, I'm just super happy to be here. But I guess segueing into kind of the, the tail end of, of Brandon's, you know, <laughs> debacle that we had, uh, it's kind of cool now sitting here in our 10,000-square-foot facility, having been able to see. I worked at the probably almost a month now. We worked at uh, over at Steel, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, just kind of seeing the, the rudimentary, you know, systems and process we have in place to – I think we had a pretty established system here in the back. It's uh, it's been cool, and to get to work with these guys who you know come into battle every day, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun, man. Yeah, it's all. It definitely is all hands on deck. We're still a small team, and we're there's definitely growing pains that we're we're fixing mm-hmm. as we go. Um, but with with this team, I feel like anything's possible. Really, we're getting what five thousand orders out a day now. Yeah, upwards, so, yeah. something like that. But before then, with no automation, then, that was like <laughs> no the barcode scanning, yeah. yeah, and lots of mistakes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're that's our big that's our big focus now is the mistakes because we still do make mistakes because <clears throat> to I mean to sort of unveil the curtain a little bit, everything we do is manual and you know just the mistakes are in, inevitable. So that's kind of our our weak point in fulfilling right now, and I'm sure some people maybe listening has have experienced that, but. That's definitely um, the next thing on the agenda to tackle is get get some automation and some processes in here so uh, that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, definitely. Does any does anybody? Uh, I know Ari has a has something burning on the the back of his mind. That oh he no. wants to say. I, I was just gonna say, you know, you're talking about doing everything manually, but just from an ops size <laughs> perspective, not really being an ops now, it's like every week, you know, by the time I come into the office, I notice there's something new in place. You know, you guys got new ergonomic tables in. I know you're working on a barcode system. So all these things are, are in, in process, but, uh, you know, they take time because we're literally overhauling an entire warehouse to create this, this, you know, incredible machine that's going to be foolproof. So, mm-hmm. um, you guys have a ton of stuff in the works just from my perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, uh, and a lot of that has to do with just your ability to, have the cash flow to do exactly what you want to do with your fulfillment system. I think you should talk about that a little bit because <clears throat> we did consider going 3PL. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah, we did. Heavily. Oh, yeah. We you definitely should, did. Yeah, you should talk about why uh, you didn't want to do that and just a little bit about that because I got into a big debate with somebody about that actually on really? 4th of July. Really? Yeah. I'll so, t- I can talk about that after you say why. Yeah, so um, I think this was still when we were in the garage, right? We were looking at facilities yeah. and trying, trying to decide whether we were going to do 3PL or build our own facility. Yeah. Um, and 
we we met daily for a couple a few weeks looking into 3pl companies yeah, you set up a lot of, of calls mm-hmm. um Ari was involved with our fedex integration at the time mm-hmm. um and um we we didn't know whether or not we wanted to keep that in-house we knew we had we were an idea-based company with a strong um social media presence and a strong marketing presence uh, strong marketing um what's the word what's infrastructure the word? yeah strong marketing infrastructure we it was basically like the two tenants of our yeah um business it was design and marketing core competencies the core competencies that's, that's the a, word that's so we had MBA two of them term right there baby that's, yeah that's great wording and Brandon and I sat down for a while looking at 3PL thinking, man, I mean, we're really good in these two areas. Do we need to take on a third? Um, and the more we thought about it, the more it made more sense to stray from the 3PL so we can have our products in hand, be involved with every process and develop a team to create a third core competency, mm-hmm. which is order fulfillment. Yeah. And uh, since then, I mean, it's not been a long time. And a lot of the 3PL companies we were looking at was we're capable of doing three to 5,000 orders a day. Yeah. And we're already there. So uh, just knowing, like, that we do have the ability to, we did have the ability to grow a team around us of people like, I mean, Tony and John. Um, and that's it. I mean, Charlotte's out there. She's our uh, customer service representative. And April's been with us since the start, um, Taylor's mom. We, as a team together, are ready to build something pretty incredible just on the operations and order fulfillment side. And we're, we're up to about four to 5,000 orders a day. Mm-hmm. Um, everything has been manual to start. Brandon, you want to talk about that a little bit? Or John or Tony? Yeah. John, John knows. Johnny John, knows. Talk, Let's get talk, John talk, on a little bit. Uh, what is John. It? So John, John Take just, us through John the life of an on. order in the warehouse. Yeah, John stepped on, just a little background for John, he stepped on uh, for the order fulfillment for the initial Kingdom pre-sale back in June, like the first week of June. So he's been with us for coming up on two months. Coming up on two months, yeah. So uh, manually, basically when we'll have, when we're doing going through a launch week, busy launch week, we'll have most of the guys in uh, the office printing out labels because we have such a big influx of orders coming in at once. So when we have all those temps out there, we're getting all these orders in. How many temps do we have? We got, I would say, at least 20 to 25 temps, right, you would say, right? Yeah. Around there? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's at least 20 temps out there, and we have a serious influx of orders coming in. So most of the time, they'll just be... Yeah, be really close. Okay. They'll just be uh, in the office printing out these labels for us, and they'll take them out to me, and I'll start, I'll pick uh, some of the temps we'll be picking, some we'll be packing, and we basically take those labels, put them, load them all into these totes, and then bring them to our packers, so then they can get uh, each order fulfilled one by one, and uh, get them shipped over into FedEx as fast as we can. Um, Brandon. From the start, is is how much different would you say our fulfillment process is now from back in our 800 square foot facility? Uh, I th- I actually think like the gist of it is like the same. Like we're printing out a label, somebody's picking it, and then somebody's packing it's it. It's just on a bigger scale. Now. It's on a bigger scale, and like we're not. We actually have like proper tools to use, like proper bin carts and proper uh, racking. Um, but from, I mean, picking and packing, even like as we get bigger and bigger, it's still going to be sort of picking and packing, but the, the process and like the double checking of the orders. And if there is a mistake and a packer, uh, catches it is like, we've, we've 
changed it up every every single launch and made it yeah. better i think yeah. so in that regard it's definitely different this launch was i would say the most organized we've had it with uh how many garments we've been getting in yeah it's been super organized it's been much easier for these temps which are amazing by the way these temps are super smart super quick efficient yeah great they bust um, our butt they really do they work hard and they work very well um, not all, they, they're good at finding mistakes too because human error is going to happen you know it's it's inevitable and we they do their best and we do our best to minimize that mm -hmm. so honestly huge shout out to the temps but yeah from honestly every lunch we've been uh, operationally be getting bigger and trying to be more efficient than the last mm -hmm. uh, as even from organizing before lunch for when we get to that day we basically know how this whole entire day is going to play out yeah for like every minute the we first day know. we had temps i like couldn't sleep the night before I, know. I was like oh my god what am i going to tell these people that, that was the first time we've had any more than like 10 people in our facility at once yeah yeah and with our entire team at the time i think we had like 30 plus 40 maybe around 40 yeah mm -hmm. yeah for sure it's usually like six people in the office yeah. yeah um and like brandon was saying i mean it's it's been the same um in a sense, every launch, same processes, same processes every launch from mm -hmm. our smallest facility till now. Um, but we are we are trying to start to integrate some processes that are different. And I think by next launch, we're going to be pretty automated, which is going to be awesome. It's going to eliminate human error. Um, I mean, this is just stuff you learn as you go as a business. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to the core competency thing where it's like that that goes back to the debate like the guy was like what's your what's your two things that you do and i'm like it's marketing and i mean you could even you could separate like marketing and social media like social media is the bread and, and butter. design and design yeah. and so then so then he's like well then why are you even wasting your time with that i'm like dude that's just like how easy of a thing is that to say yeah. Instead of looking at it and being like, why don't we, why don't we take this into our own hands? And I remember Steve one day he said, "Who's gonna, who's gonna care more about it than us?" Right. Exactly. You, you yeah. can make the decision to uh, stray away from you know something you're not good at and focus on the other two, or you can decide to make that a core competency like we have. Yeah. And we're, I don't think we're there yet, but we will be. Yeah. For just sure. to, just to kind of further on that, I think it's important to note that like you've seen like kind of the timeline now that's happened since you know the beginning of balance to now and i think we've become really great adapters kind of figuring it out from launch to Absolutely. launch where to add to a process where to pull away from a process and i, mm -hmm. I feel like it this kind of this misconception like most people on the consumer side looking in think that like these businesses have it all figured out and i think you've heard like five stories now since we've had the start of the podcast of we've you know kind of got our, our butts handed to us a bit and and just kind of figure it out you work through the fires you put them out and you build on top of that I know Aries holding out on the story. I, 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 uh, man, this one just hit me, and, and we skipped right over it. How do we do that, Steve? What story? So, as you guys very well know, if you've anticipated a launch before, we have this uh, this uh -oh. beautiful, beautiful countdown timer on the website, <laughs> and, which for uh, some reason disappeared for one of the launches. So, uh, I think this was maybe was this this was Kingdom One or Outlander restock. Kingdom One. Kingdom One. So, and there was so much hype on this launch specifically. Animal yeah. Prince, you guys loved them. Crazy deal. And uh, we're, we're kind of gathered around this this table looking at our laptops and counting down from 30. Five, four, <laughs> three, two. 
Oh God! And then the, and the, no, there's a problem. There's a problem. <laughs> and then the countdown timer just stays at zero. Stays at zero for maybe ten seconds. We thought yeah. it was like glitch on our end, so we're refreshing, refreshing, and uh, I get like it's all time panic mode from everyone. Yeah, I get, it looks like SpongeBob's brain in the episode where he's trying to look through the filing cabinets and they're flying everywhere and they're like, oh God, what's going on? <laughs> and, and, and for you guys that don't know Steve, most of the time he is the comedic relief in a stressful situation. He's usually like the happy guy. Cool calm. Yeah. Collected, yeah. I've sure. never seen such a look of impending doom in someone's eyes. <laughs> yeah, as That's when I you know did it's in bad. Steve that day. And uh, That's the truth. He he runs to the next room somehow. I, how did you even get a hold of the app, guys, on a Saturday? I, so I my problem solving self goes straight to the <laughs> the source of the problem. <laughs> And uh, I'm like, surely these guys don't have a phone number. And lo and behold, there's a phone number. So I call them. It's the okay. If you have, if you have a Shopify store, it's worth considering if your if your apps can handle a server load because Shopify can handle just about anything. But if you put a third party app onto their website, mm-hmm. sometimes with a big enough server load, it will crash your entire site. <laughs> um, and that may or may not have happened for Kingdom. So I called them on the phone, and he was just kind of ding-donking around. Is that, is that you know what I mean? Just like, he's kind of like, oh, well, he you can do this. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> I need our website up right now. No. I was freaking. Yeah. I mean, I was, like, on the phone with this dude. I ended up just deleting code from our website. Like, yeah. blind deleting code, not even knowing what I did. Yes. Um, and the website nice. went up. But for some reason, nice. like, our... Uh, <laughs> But, but this was at like 12.03. Yeah. Yeah. So we, by this time, we have like 200 DMs. I'm getting yeah. text oh, messages from all of our point, leaders yeah. and members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Threat level midnight for sure. 12.03. So, so you guys might remember. I don't know if anybody was Code there Brown. for our launch day, but our cover photo was just ginormous. It was huge. And it turns out I had deleted like just enough code <laughs> to not destroy our entire website. <laughs> I don't know if I told anybody this. No, you didn't. No, you did it. <laughs> but I deleted I like eight either. lines of code instead of seven. So like I just oh, ended up gosh. like removing our header photo and like everything was fine. But I think I was about two to five characters from just completely ruining, the ruining website. our website. <laughs> yeah, with no backup. So stuff like that happens, just so you know. And that yeah. did that did happen, and it was very scary. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That, that's the story I was holding out on, by the way. Sorry. I think the lesson was don't delete code there. <laughs> do, do not, the lesson is do not use third-party apps unless you're 100%, 100% familiar certain. with them. Run yeah. stress tests, make sure yeah. that they're, so that, they're up that to was speed, a, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that was a. It was a scary. That was a scary time. Because I mean, I mean, I think our website like had tens of thousands of people on it. So you knew that people were disappointed that we hadn't yeah. launched in time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what raised my stress levels. It's like this, this many eyes on you at one time, and like really, I mean, it was down to me. I'm the one who put the code on the website. It's it's my responsibility to make sure it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's might be why I'm why I'm so calm most of the time because you know I, I I need to make sure my bases are covered and then if something else goes wrong I know somebody else can handle it so yeah, um, yeah just another thing to take away is just always have faith in the team that you're working with um, everybody's gonna work their hardest to get their job done especially if you have a group good group of people around you like uh, we do here so w- one thing I wanted to bring up uh, and this is this is kind of goes into like best moments in operations and uh, I just kind of want to go around the table because from my perspective 
John is the biggest character I know <laughs> by far. <laughs> I agree. And, Thank uh, you. If you guys ever get a chance to meet John, Johnny you'll, Bones, you'll totally get exactly what I'm saying. Jo- Johnny so, returns, so, and I'm not even in operations. So Johnny Warehouse. I pull up to the to the warehouse one day, and we have a photo shoot. We have models coming in. We have oh, this big we, we have this big white backdrop here in the office. Uh oh. And uh, there's maybe one other person in the office. And I look through these windows, and John is just like dancing <laughs> and posing. Uh, I'll do all and, my and I poses. swear I have a video of this. He's just dancing and posing and staring at me right in the eyes. Harry's still in his car, and pulling, it, just parking. And I've maybe known John for like a week and a half at this point, and this man is just showing me the goods. <laughs> I was, so, I was. Were so, you buying what he was selling? I was definitely was. buying. <laughs> Um, but uh, I want to go on the table and, and find out uh, what's what's what are you guys' favorite John moments? Because there have been my, so many. Wow. Oh I love God. that this has become a topic on the podcast today. John moments. Oh, well, boy. correct me if I'm wrong, wrong, John. But some of the temps were calling you camp counselor, like you're the camp counselor. They do refer to me as the camp counselor. <laughs> well, no, let's, well, let's give some <laughs> background. Do let's give some background on the uh, our. Pickers and Packers. And they're not the temps. They're the pickers and, and the, the packers. packers. They're much more than they're, in technical terms, like they're they are temps because they only come in temporarily, but yeah. yes, they are our picker and packers they're for awesome. every launch. They come I mean, there's a lot <clears> of them <throat> that have come to multiple times. Yeah. Multiple, three, three, four times. So yeah. they they know the operation just as well as us at this point. So mm-hmm. they're they're really uh <clears throat> and they're really good at what they do. <clears throat> we So they, we have developed a relationship with them and yeah. like I, did they call you a camp counselor? No. Um, yeah. Well, wow. let, let, we, they, they, of, they, they need more background because in, I think so. The, all of our uh, pickers and packers are girls because it was posted on the balance site, uh, which ha- or uh, excuse me, the Instagram, which is predominantly followed by women, and they signed up, and now John is in charge of about thirty yeah. girls. Yes. So that that's that's the the sort of story behind yes. it. And when I'm when Why I'm doing so this, I funny. came in and I said, I feel like I'm, I feels like I'm kind of running a summer camp out there with all these <laughs> girls. I'm like, it's fun. No, we're, we're having fun. We're listening to music. They all get to talk to each other. You know what I mean? So it's not like it is. It is. Uh, it and is they, important. Basically, it's <laughs> the the environment for launch day for balance is super fun. Like it's it's, fun. it's everybody's. I I mean I. I can't and speak that for comes everyone, from Johnny Bones. Everyone, yeah, John, John. Johnny Bones, the camp counselor. He, he <laughs> definitely keeps the morale up. Yeah. But there was one point in which he, my favorite John moment, was <laughs> we hear him from our office <laughs> scream one, two, three, and then on three, every girl out there screams. <laughs> it's like a loud roar. And yeah. and, jo- and they know what John's doing because he tells them. He tells them, "I'm going to go in there and I'm going to prank them." So he runs in and he goes. It's tied up. Red team and blue team. <laughs> Mariah just hit a home run. <laughs> it's going into OT. <laughs> no, but I, you know, I just I like keeping the morale up, having fun. You know, no one likes yeah. to sit there. It, like it could be hot in the warehouse, so we oh, try. We do our best. It, it was hot. Best to keep it as cold as possible. <laughs> Should we let them know why? Should no. we let no? <laughs> So and it's just 90 there was, degrees there was out here in on in It's just 90 degrees out. Who knows how long. Yeah. So it's just yeah, a separate thermostat a just turned on for days, potentially weeks. Growing, we were wondering why we couldn't cool down our warehouse. And yeah. So it ends up being that. So it's hot in it's here. It's hot in there. 
you know, you got everyone trying to work. And so I try to keep it as fun as possible, as loose as possible. And honestly, they, like I, like you said, most of them come back. So like they, yeah. they formulate their own relationships with, yeah. their, with their own friends at this point. Yeah. So you, you do, you get this kind of like <clears throat> little like summer camp vibe to it. And that's how uh, we were introduced to Charlotte. It's true. Yeah, that's yeah. how we. Actually, that is true. That is very yeah. true. Our Charlotte new customer is, uh, service representative. Exactly. Who's birthday was yesterday Amazing. and he was absolutely happy, yeah. birthday, Charlotte. happy belated charlotte she's awesome but right. yeah she started out as a uh, picker packer and you know it turned into yeah, she something was, she really loved i can add to that she was definitely a standout you know someone yeah. who you know put their head down worked really hard for us and and yeah it just it worked she out made, so. she still has a bunch of picker packer friends that oh, come yeah. in she still talks yeah to we're, we're always scouting so. talent out there it's so. great it really is it's a lot of fun they look at her as a god now yeah <laughs> she's elevated <laughs> she's she made it she is she's An- great anthony you've known john for oh, boy. i don't Forever. even know how long for a while but j- just for the sake of the podcast let since since balance what's your favorite john S- oh like? since balance mm. that's that one's easy it's steve's background on his phone right now oh, oh. you stole mine sorry fourth of july <laughs> Think of another. So I've I've known John for oh geez probably fifteen years, John. At least. Yeah. So yeah, John and I are both from New York. We went to high school together. New York. Been friends for a long time. For later. For later. Got him to come out for uh, for one of the uh, the launches and uh, he earned himself a place here. No yeah. thanks. No thanks to me at all. So, um, wow. Give me a, I'll, I'll pass it over to Brandon. I'll let you tell that story since it's your favorite. I'll, I'll get I, one. I'll I don't get even one know how to tell. July this shouldn't count. <laughs> let me mention I was the only one there. So you know. In Fourth of July, for the best part of Fourth of July, where Johnny moves, <laughs> so, Johnny, uh, Johnny dances. I, we had sort of a Fourth of July get together, and drinks were had, pool time was had. So, at the end of Fourth of July, John's feeling loose. Johnny's feeling loosey goosey. He's got a, I he's got a swimsuit on that's about a three inch inseam. Absolutely no that's shirt. Small. No shirt. <laughs> And John's tall. He's got long Six legs. Two. Very lanky. <laughs> and he's basically walking down the street like freaking Tyra Banks doing like a little, uh, I don't know I was what the hell you were doing. I was, j- I was <laughs> and jigging was on, and dropping it low. Yeah, it's on Taylor's. My cheeks were touching the floor. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. It's on Taylor's story. And uh, that was just, yeah, that, they got a that kick was out my favorite they John moment. No, I, I think that um, I, from two avenues, one side, you got to look at inside balance operations and kind of what we go through. And on the second side, mm-hmm. kind of what it takes to, to just start to even scale an operation in a business. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, good stuff. I think, I think that uh, you can tell that we've all, we all have a good relationship together. And that's one thing to note. If anybody's out here starting a business, really pay attention to the culture of your business and who you're adding to the team because it really does make a difference everybody here comes to work um i mean every day with a smile on their face with a good attitude and we just all lift each other up um, and we perform better than i think any any operations team out there i think that we mesh extremely well um everybody knows what has to get done and we get it done so um, just any business people out there who are trying to get started off the ground, focus on culture number one, and then the process is number two. Because we've we've had the same processes since the start, um, and we're now that we've built a strong foundation and a strong core of people that are ready to take it to the next level, we're going to be able to um, really excel 
uh, as soon as we start getting things automated and we have our warehouse exactly how we want it. Well, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate you guys tuning in to us just kind of uh, shooting the shit a little bit and hanging out in the podcast room the first time with the ops boys in here. Please. Eventually, we might have some ops girls. Who knows? Uh, we just need to get a bigger table so we can fit more people in here right now. If you're looking at the YouTube, this is all we're working oh, yeah. with. But from uh, from here moving forward, we're, uh, we're just going to keep grinding out there we're gonna try to integrate new solutions to the operations uh as needed this month we've got a lot of things on our plate prior to the upcoming launch which i cannot disclose to you guys just yet but uh i really do appreciate you guys listening all the way through if you have if you have anything else for us any questions at all definitely uh pop into our instagram page at the balance show um and kind of uh give us your feedback on there thank you for listening to the balance show Spirit yeah, money don't make no money. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> <laughs>